What's going on, guys? This is Michael Barayev with Spinning Fire, episode number 15. And today we have a special guest, Jason Fernandez, my right-hand man, my JP, the guy who makes things shake and move. And we're going to talk today about seven ways. I'm going to give you guys seven ways how to fix your attitude. Say what's up, Jason. What's going on, guys? How are you guys doing out there? So tell me, listen, how, is it hard to control and maintain a positive attitude? Um, I'll be lying if I, if I would say um, it isn't hard. It is hard. So what kept you to actually keep your attitude? Because I've seen you through your ups, through your downs, and nobody ever knows because you we what I see you do is, is SGA, which is you safeguard your attitude. So so we're going to talk today about the seven ways to fix your attitude, but what has really helped you control yourself and keep your attitude on point, especially when you have a team that looks up to you, especially when you have a lot of agents that look up to you and your family. So what is it that keeps you, you know, focused on keeping your attitude, you know, uh, on point? Cool. Well, uh, first of all, um, at the end of the day, we all have a purpose. What the purpose is, we're all trying to figure that out, right? But we all have a purpose and purpose in life, purpose with work, purpose with family. There's a, there's a reason why we're all here and, and God planted us here for reasons. 100%. Um, now, as far as what you do with the opportunities that life gives you, um, it's, it's really up to you, you know? Uh, but it's, as long as you can be able to crystallize your why, your dreams, your goals, and your targets... Um, I believe that's you know one of the one of these seven ways to fix your your. Gotcha. Attitude. So so one of the ways is you crystallize your dreams, you crystallize your focus, you crystallize your target. You think about what you want, and that keeps you focused no matter what goes on in your life, whether it's drama, whether it's problems, yeah, whether it's uh, baby moms, baby dads, whether it's money, whether it's food, whether it's a uh, your barber didn't show up on time, or whatever the case is. There, there's always going to be pits, and falls, valleys, whatever you want to call it. There's always going to be those things in life. When you get over one hump, there's going to be another hump coming. Um, it's just how you handle it. Correct. So I like that. And I, and I respect you because I've seen you go through a lot of crazy things in your life for the past three, four years that we know each other. And I've seen you control yourself and crystallize your dreams and your goals and your targets and never give up. So that's number one is to crystallize your dreams, your goals, and your targets. And that's one way to fix your attitude. So you don't have to, you know, because remember, your attitude determines your aptitude. Of course. Right? It, de it determines how far you get in life. There's, like for example, we have certain agents that we give certain leads to, and you may relate to this at your job. What you expect out of people is what you get. What you expect out of the leads is what you're going to get out of the leads. If you expect to make money out of those targets, out of those sales, out of those you know, clients, out of those customers, you're going to make the money. But if you're focused on the negative side of things, you're not going to close a deal. Like I go into every single deal expecting to close a deal. Of course. And because I have the right attitude, I get exactly what I want. Now, a lot of times people, they don't do that. They have a bad attitude. They go into the field and say, oh, it's the client. Oh, it's the customer. Or you may say, oh, it's the weather. When it's really not. We when call it's that a bad attitude. A bad attitude. I like that. Right? So that's a bad attitude. That affects your pocket. Mm -hmm. I like that. All right? So one thing that you should do, the first thing is to crystallize your dreams and your goals. The second thing that I recommend is remove yourself from people who create drama. I always say there's two things you can do in life. There's only... Two things. It's either you create drama or you create production, right? So how do you determine 
who do you need to remove out of your life? Like, Jay, I mean, you may have a negative girlfriend, a negative wife, a negative son, a negative daughter, a negative grandma, it may be a negative best friend. How do you remove that person out of your life when you really love them and care for them? What would you do? What would you recommend a, a, a guy like me or any guy that's listening to this on how they can remove somebody uh, when they're creating drama? Well, everybody's in your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Now, which one Which one do they fall into as far as categories? Um, as far as families, you, you know, unless it's an immediate family, you can't detach yourself. They're family. They're blood. You know, eventually you're going to have but to But sometimes you got to distance yourself well, a little bit. Well, of course, bit. no one ever says you have to just because they're your family that you have to be around them or you have to. Um, but if it's not adding value to your life, then... Change the people that you associate yourself with. Associate with winners. Put winners around you. Look at the people you want to strive to be like and, and, and the people that are around you. If they're not, if they're, let's say money is the what you're looking for. And not everything is monetary as far as money. But if you're looking at somebody that has more money than you, hey, tap into that guy and find out why. How do he do it? He may not tell you every nook and cranny. But as long as you get some type of information and you, know, you start associating yourself with people that are like-minded like yourself, you, you, there's no way but up. Gotcha. Gotcha. So so removing someone that you care about, I mean, have you done that in your life before? Because you, you I know I have. You can. You can remove them, but they're always going to be there. All right? Um, but let's say it was your cousin, right? And your cousin, let's say, is a drug dealer. And he's drama. He's negative. Or maybe your cousin or your or your uncle is not doing things the right way. Or maybe it's your best friend's sister. I don't know. And they're creating drama in your life. But their their family, their blood. How would you distance yourself from them? To to like how how would you fix that that situation by cutting them out of your life? Because I know it's tough for some people to say no to their mom or no to their cousin. Like my mom at the beginning gave me a lot of negative of me starting my own company at 18, 19. She said, oh, be careful, be careful. My whole life she's like, be careful, be careful. And I don't want to be careful. Like you got to take some risks sometimes. So I didn't listen to her. I kind of separated myself from my mom for like a good couple of months. It didn't mean, it didn't mean that I didn't love her. But I separated myself. So what would advice be? Because you come from a different uh, perspective because you have children. I don't. Some of the audience may have children. So how would you do that when you have a lot of family cool. involved? So now everybody wants the well, the, the best for you. All right. They, 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 they think for the best for you. And if they're giving an opinion, if it's family-wise, mother, family, brother, whatever the case may be, they want to look out for you. But, hey, sometimes you just got to kind of like bottle up, throw it to the side, and just kind of air it acknowledge it, ignore it, and resume. Because at the end of the day, you're the one that's living your life. You have one life, one shot at this thing called life, and you want to live it the way you do, and you want to make sure you gave your 100% in anything and everything you put your, yourself into. So so for those people that have a mom or a cousin, someone that's really close to them, give them negative vibes. They're always going to be negative So you got you to cut them out, not not physically, but you got to eliminate hey, them from, from distance sometimes and just you're, you're, keep the noise away. Your opinion's heard. It doesn't mean that it's valid. So someone's opinion is not your reality. Of course. 100%. Awesome. And that leads into the next thing, which is associating with people who have an amazing, amazing attitude. Mm. See, I learned by being around people that have a phenomenal attitude, a phenomenal attitude, what happens is my life starts to increase. My 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 energy increases. You Have you ever been around someone that just drains the energy out of you? Of course. And I, they, I guarantee you they had a bad attitude. Yeah. They because they're complaining, they're moaning, they're bitching, they're just whining like oh my god oh my god i'm talking about all the things that are going wrong instead of looking at all the positive things around them 
And when you associate with someone like that, they drain the energy out of you. But when you associate with someone like me or like yourself or, or maybe the person that's listening to this, maybe you're so motivated and excited about life. If you're going to be hanging around people like yourself that are pumped up and motivated, then you won't have to fix your attitude because at the end of the day, their attitude is, con the, the person you're hanging out with, their attitude is 100% contagious. And that rubs off on people. Your, right? your your vibe, your aura, your energy always affects anybody and everybody you're around. You ever walked into a room and they may have been in an argument and you walk in and you feel that stagnant air? Yeah. And you could cut that energy with a knife. And you're like, ah, you know what? I'm just going to walk my two legs up out of here, right? Or you walk into an energy room and everybody's so ecstatic that you feel that energy and then you become ecstatic and you don't know why. Is that why you guys, we, we, we hire a lot of people in our office? Of course. They love the energy that we have here. They love what we're bringing to the table. Um, but it's not just for us, it's for them. Of course. Of course. So associating with people is 100% important, guys. So that's number three. Number four is keeping the past in the past. How many people go through so many negative situations in their life and they start digging into their negative negativity of their past about what happened to them 17 years ago or what happened to them five years ago, how they lost their wife or they lost their cousin or they lost something or they, they didn't win in some area and they just keep that baggage and carry it with them. What I recommend you guys to do, if you haven't done this yet, do me a favor while you're listening to this, let go of the baggage. Leave it alone. It's not for you. You don't need to carry it with you. It doesn't say anywhere you need to carry your baggage with you. Okay? Nowhere does it say that. Leave the baggage in the street and let it go. Throw it out. Stop bringing, stop bringing the past into your present. It's called a present for a reason. Because it's a gift. And the future is a gift as well. Okay? So you got to leave the past in the past. Number five is praying to God. Now, a lot of you guys may not believe in this, but I do. I believe that when you pray to God and you ask for God thing, for things and you just do things in a godly, spiritual way, I promise you life will get better. Sometimes we don't have enough faith. We think that we're, we know everything, but when we just say, you know what? God knows what's best for me and I have 100% faith. Not blind faith, but faith. Meaning, you believe that God has the best interest in, you, in, in, your, in your heart. You know He's there to help you and guide you. There's a reason why you're, you're, you're around the situation you're in. There's a reason why you're going through the struggle you're going through. It's because God says, hey, fix yourself. Go through it. Learn something in this process. Every single business that I attempted, every single thing that I have done, I have realized later on, like, wow, now I understand why I went through it because it taught me this valuable lesson, this valuable lesson, this valuable lesson. At times when I wasn't even making a dollar, there was times in my young, my, my business, in my Amway business, I wasn't making a lot of money. And everyone's asking, how much money are you making? How much money are you making? And I, I couldn't say I'm making all this money because I wasn't. But what was going through the process, I was changing. I was learning. I was learning how to deal with people, not realizing that five years later, I was going to run a multi-million dollar business. Because all those principles that I learned through the struggles in my, in my previous business, I applied it to the business I have now, and it has helped me tremendously. True say. So you don't know what God has been planned for you. So pray to God, speak to Him, ask Him for help, ask Him for forgiveness. But remember, if you're not moving, He can't steer you. You can't steer a parked car. You cannot do that. Okay? So, praying to God is huge. It's huge. Okay? So, number six. Okay? Number six is production creates a great attitude. 
Motion creates emotion. A lot of times, Jay, people think that they're going to feel great. They're going to feel great. You need a cough? It's okay. <laughs> it's okay, man. It's a podcast, baby. We spit in fire, right? A lot of times people think that creating motion or activity comes, comes from what? Comes from emotions. No, it's wrong. You have to first create action. Then you'll feel good. Winners do things based on their feelings. Mm-hmm. Winners do things based on doing the right thing and then feeling good. That's what a winner does. Like, for example, this morning or, or yesterday morning, you were supposed to go to the gym and you didn't go because you didn't feel like it. And that's what held you back because you're not supposed to go to the gym when you feel good. You're supposed to go to the gym. And then because you went to the gym, you're going to feel good because of that. So action first, then you have the right attitude, right? Motion creates emotion. Sometimes you need to create activity and production before you can actually create that right attitude, that right emotion, okay? And number seven, I think Jason is amazing at this. I call this the SGA, man. Safeguarding your attitude, which means don't let anything affect you, no matter how bad the attitude may be, no matter what's going on around you, no matter all the negativity, SGA. Nothing affects your attitude because you safeguard your attitude. So Jason, talk to me a little bit about about safeguarding your attitude. Now, the way I see it as safeguarding your attitude, think of yourself as a either a PC or a Mac, right? Now, if you're a PC, you're definitely going to need some malware and all this other nonsense because all the viruses are going to get you and it's going to turn down your computer, right? That's all the negativity. But now if you consider yourself an Apple, a Mac product, you're a prestige, Mac. You're a prestige product, right? You don't need all that extra nonsense because at the end of the day... You, you won't let the virus in. You're safeguarded. You're, you're, you're controlled, man. You're, you're taken care of. And uh, and you can use that as an analogy, but you can also just think of, hey, man, it could be worse. And you control everything in life. Everything, the way you are now, the way your life is, where you are today, it's because of your byproduct of what you've done. So if you can control it and don't let nothing Remember, don't ever put yourself in a situation where you have to say sorry. If you can control that and say less sorries and be in control of your actions, your emotions, because we are dealing with the most craziest thing in this world, and that's called human beings. And human beings are emotional, right? 100%. Everything is driven through emotions. And when you have the right emotions, life just gets super amazing. Life gets super amazing. And I respect you, man, for having the SGA all the time. And hopefully you guys have the right attitude because, honestly, the more you increase the right attitude in your life, the more blessings will come towards you. The rewards in life come to people who have the right attitudes with the right expectations. So do me a favor, guys. Go over these seven steps of how to fix your attitude. Learn to have the right attitude no matter how tough it may get. Okay? And, and, and be the guy that when you walk into a room, people say, wow, I want this guy in the room. And you bring the sunlight into the room and you're not the guy that takes the sunlight out of the room. So fix your attitude, go kick butt, hustle the muscle and go earn your pillow. And as you guys know, every Monday we do spit and fire. All right. And next week we're going to have another topic that I'm really, really excited to talk about, but I can't let it out yet. But I'm really excited to talk about. On a Monday, do me a favor, shoot me a comment, shoot me a like on Instagram or on Facebook. 
You can find me on Stitcher, on iTunes, Spitting Fire. You can find me on Instagram at mb.enterprise. You can find me on Facebook at my first name and last name, Michael Barayev. And hopefully I can get a chance to meet you one of these days and you show me how amazing you are and maybe one day you'll be in the podcast with me. So have a good one, guys.